moon is high. The shadows dance, evil will rise. The world between the living and the dead is thin. So now is the time to let the horror you know again. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. The way you guys are looking at me right now is fantastic. <laughs> Welcome to the horror you know. And I am Ian. I am joined by Ian, Trent, and as always, Darren. As always. And I've got one for you guys today that you guys have probably heard before as the giggling dies down. This is what we do in the this shadows. Is, this is what we do in the shadows. So Get them all. Get them all. Oh, Get my them. God. All right. So. Yes, master. I'm just going to let you guys go. That was a good Guillermo. <laughs> yeah. Way. You guys done? We're done. All We're right. done. So I've got a story for you. Very popular story. Very popular movie. You've all heard of it. Being you guys and and uh, whoever's listening, uh, the movie is called The Conjuring Two. Not to be confused yeah, with The Conjuring been. One. Is there a Conjuring One? Uh, there's a lot of Conjuring going on. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I was here for that. One. There's a rumor. There's three of them. I only think there's two. There's only two that count. That's right. That's, Are we talking uh, about that James Wan guy again? Oh, that old Wan guy. <laughs> His we're Wang. Just, we're just uh, James James Wan podcast at this point. Him and his Wang. I don't have a problem with that. The one podcast, not the Wang part. Sorry, that was poor timing. So, um, so there is a story. Everybody knows this is based on a true story. This is a this is a movie that is based on a true story. That's why you're here. This is what we do. Mm-hmm. So, is anybody in the room? You don't have to give me a show of hands. You can just blink twice if uh, if the answer is yes. Uh, is, is everybody familiar like with the actual story? Are you guys pivot to the story? Do you know it pretty well? Darren probably does. Him and I are very creep. Like so. the movie. You've seen the movie. Okay, that's that's as far as your knowledge start. goes. All right. Well, I'm gonna dive right into it. Um, let me get my. Were we not talking about the story? The I'm original the, story. I'm just here for the pizza and the beer. <laughs> I'm here for that too. Okay, we're not First sponsored all, by Domino's yet, yeah. but the pizza, the maybe beer, one and day. The, fear. the pizza, you know. The beer so and the fear. The, that's right. So. Don't ever call that beer again. That is a Smirnoff ice, sir. I had a beer, but then we ran out. Don't listen to him. We don't drink Smirnoff ice on this horror podcast. As a matter of fact. Dropping sponsors <laughs> left and right. That's right. Smirnoff ice. Red, white, and blue. Limited edition. Limited edition for 10 fucking years, but... <laughs> All right. Clankety clank. So, here's the story, fellas. Peggy Hodgson... I'm sorry, Peggy Hodgson. She lives in Einfield with her four children. Okay, there's four four children. You got Janet, you got Margaret, you got Billy, you got Johnny. All right, four. Count it, two boys, two girls. All right. So the story goes, on August 30th, 1977, Janet tells her mother that her brother's bed is wobbling. Wobbling. Weeble wobbling. Clanking around. Nobody's terrified by this yet? I mean, that's that's weird, right? 
It's a little weird. Wobbling, like... I mean, this table's pretty wobbly. Well, that's true. Well, it's, it's wobbling on its own accord. Well, yeah, so it just, like, it was fine, and then it just... Like, it was fine. It, it never, wobbling. never wobbled. Just... It was doing what a bed does. It well, was I mean, sitting like, on corpse mounts. Sometimes the floor's uneven, or maybe a leg's a little shorter. It never yeah. wobbled now, let's, He wasn't having night terrors. Let's be honest. She lived in Enfield, England, and that's housing projects. Okay, so it could have wobbled. That is true. Okay. That is very true. It was, was it a one of those very poor area. Vibrating beds, by chance. Excuse me? <laughs> oh, like in a hotel. Like like in a hotel. Okay. Put, put quarters, put quarters in. in. <laughs> okay. right, right in the honeymoon. Suite. I was like, excuse me? Well, she, wasn't, she wasn't married. It was her and four kids. Oh, my God. <laughs> and this is the child's bed, okay? Yeah. Mm. Um, Jesus, this went off the rails fucking quick. So, <laughs> so the evening after that, Peggy, the mother, heard a loud noise upstairs. Okay, so she goes in and she sees the dresser drawers moving. Okay, so she thought... She thought something uh, no one could see was basically trying to trap them in the room. Dressers are flying. They're kind of barricading the door. Now, this is in the movie, okay? This is a scene from the movie. Um, Maybe not as dramatic, but in the movie, I don't know if you guys remember, she hears that. She goes upstairs. All the dressers and shit start moving, and uh, everything's just going fucking haywire. Mm -hmm. So... Like I said, maybe not as dramatic, but if you run into somebody's room and the dresser starts moving and it's barricading you in, I mean that's that's therapy related, right? Like you're you're gonna need to talk to somebody afterwards, right? Yeah, I'm gonna have questions. I'm saying. So obviously, like if I come to Darren's house and he tries to trap me in his house, I'm cool with that. It's which, game on. Which has happened. Which has happened. <laughs> but if I'm somewhere and like the dress now, if I'm at Darren's house and the dressers like barricade me in all alone, um, without anybody touching it, weirdly, I think I'm still cool with that. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'm a bad example. How would you guys feel, Trent? Well, Ian, not every day that things want to barricade you in and touch you. So. I know. If you want to I take, mean, you take every opportunity, opportunity. Yeah. Mad at you. <laughs> my, my first question is, is there a cat of nine tails and some ha- fuzzy handcuffs involved? Because that <laughs> changes the whole scenario. Uh, the for the better or for the, for, for the better for me? Oh, okay. <laughs> they, they cost too much for the fuzzy cuffs. You had to go with the just... Well, how the fuck do you know that? <laughs> metal ones. All right. Well... well I'm just guessing, man. That wasn't cheap. Guessing? All right. I want to see your Amazon Prime account after this. <laughs> That'd be the scariest thing. All right. So, <laughs> scarier than all the fucking drawers moving in the bedroom? I think so. All right. So, uh, there were times that there was knocking on the walls, which obviously scared them, and they decided to sleep in the living room with the lights on, okay? Understandably so. They all barricade themselves in the living room. They've got the lights on. They're just, they're hunkered down. They're... They're trying to they're trying to sleep. So Peggy decides she's gonna ask neighbor Vic Nottingham, who lives across the street, to come over and investigate, right? So you guys live in a townhouse or an apartment of some sort separately or together. Who's to say? And you hear something going on, or I'm sorry, you live across the street. And your neighbor comes over and says, look, there's some weird shit going on over here. Things are moving. Things are knocking. Do you go or do you be like, yeah, I'm not going over there. Fuck all that noise. I mean, you're curious, right? You're at least curious. I mean, it's a wife or it's a woman without a husband. Okay. So I would definitely go over just to help her out. She had four kids living single. Hmm. Probably worried. (laughs) 
I would, I would uh, be like, hi there. See, you trust yeah. people more than I do, clearly, because I watch too much Investigation Discovery for all that. <laughs> I'm going to be picking deadly women. She's trying to set me up. She's going to put a knife in my back as soon as I go over there. What have you done to this fucking neighbor? <laughs> why, does she, why does she want to put a knife in your back? Why is she coming over and just telling me that things are happening like this? I don't <laughs> believe her. Okay. I mean, though, have, have you not always wanted to see a ghost, though? Like, who here really has not wanted to see a ghost? So that's I want to see thing. one. I want to see ghost one. Ghost? A real, ghost, yeah. ghost. No, ghost of Mr. Chicken. I'm talking real ghost. <laughs> yeah. I want to see a real Whole ghost. body's a weapon. You want to yeah. see, see an actual ghost or you want to see an apparition? Something I, I want to see something supernatural happen so I could be like, what the hell did I just witness? Supernatural. I think they have all seasons that on Netflix if you want to watch that. True. So, it's our third plug of this episode. That's right. So, <laughs> so here's the thing. I kind of agree with all of you at the same time. Yes, Darren, I'd want to see it until I see it. And then I'm like, yeah, fuck this. I'm out. <laughs> but you also got to worry about like the, the factor of, and maybe I'm the only one that thinks this way. No, I can't be. You want to see it, but have you ever thought like, I don't want to see it because I don't want that shit following me home. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to have something knocking on my wall, keep me up all night. Ever since The Grudge came out. I, because when that movie came out, I had never even, before then, I never thought about like a ghost. I never held a grudge. Never, never had a grudge I whatsoever. Like, I thought he said Grinch. Like, when The Grinch pussy, came out, so when The Grinch came to steal Christmas, <laughs> he scared the shit out of me. scared the shit out of me. has a lot of people. <laughs> no. no, I mean, we just had this episode for our Halloween episode a while back, right? Uh, I've already said, when I was younger, we used to play with Ouija boards. Because we're idiots. Okay. And yeah. we thought it was fun. Yeah. So, you know, I've, I've always been into that spooky, I will, I will go to a real haunted house, quote unquote, yeah. just yeah. to see what's up. You guys do too. You go to Bridgewater yeah. Cemetery we, over in Scott County. Times. I mean, you want to see something. I want to go ghost hunting. I want to it's do like the X-Files. I want to believe. So, I, But like you want to see it, but like when it's close to home, do you still want to see it and be a part like you I don't know, want to like, see it across <laughs> the fucking street do you not like, picture yourself and it's happening in your home something flies across the room or something wobbles and like you know that would do you guys really think you'd be scared though are like, you what, be... oh, wait wait a minute what, is that a real question you're yeah. sitting at home you're alone uh, a candle or something flies off of your bookshelf I assume you have a bookshelf of books. I think you Where like else would he put his books? <laughs> exactly. Everybody's got a bookshelf, sir. I found so, myself a couple one-night stands. Oh, my God. So <laughs> so a candle flies off your one-night stand and goes across the room. You're not going to be like, bitching. Awesome. And roll over and go right back to bed. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I don't know how it acts. Exactly. So he'd, he'd say that's messed up, and then it's he'd messed roll up. Over. Yeah, he'd I'd roll over. be like, hmm, that's fucked up. I guess it's it time depends to go. on how many he smoked that night. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, look at that! Oh, hey, why are you sweating? Close, I, I don't think that would help. <laughs> no, I mean, hey, it's cool. I'm going back. I'm going back to the uh, chivalry's not dead. This woman that I've known yeah, gotta- has four children. And she's coming over screaming and begging me to help her out with something. And you don't want to sound like a little whiny bitch like, I ain't going over there. I I don't know why you sound like that. In the movie Poltergeist, they go over and ask the neighbor. And he's like, no, you say anything crazy? No, no. That guy was a wuss. Mosquitoes. But I'm talking about, you're going to have to go over. Go over in the daytime. 
Yeah. Right? Just went, well, no, 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 I'll come check it out in the morning. <laughs> Let me know uh, at 6 a.m. Yeah, honestly, I would maybe offer... <laughs> I'm trying to sleep. I would maybe We know offer, who the sensible one in this group is. Oh, now. my I would God. offer my home if they need... It's like, if you want to stay here the night, oh, if you're that freaked okay. out, come over, then we could go. I thought you were saying, like, piss on you. Now we gotta, do this at 8 a.m. tomorrow. I don't know. I, I, I don't know how it acts. I have <laughs> to ask in your research, does it say she brought her kids with her to see... Or were they still no, in the house? No, that's the thing. I, it doesn't specify, but like, if they're, if they're still in the house, that's some pretty shitty parenting. Yeah. Wow. But then again, well, she's your single mom. Oh, I left them over there. Of course. <laughs> I mean, it's just like in they're the movie. They're standing watch. In the movie, they were in the rooms all the time by themselves. Even, right. Even in the first Conjuring. Yeah. That's just bad parenting. You know, at least in Poltergeist, they're all in the living room the whole time, you know? Classic case of bad babysitting. <laughs> Simpsons for oh, yeah. <laughs> Dr. Hibbert. Uh, all right. So, okay. So we established a few people in this room would tell her to eat shit and die. Gotcha. So I, I, I understand like you letting them seek refuge in your home until, uh, until morning and then going and checking out. But at the same time, like what if, what if they do? And then you go over and you don't see anything the next morning. Like no people. <laughs> um, well, there's not going to be people there in your house, but I'm saying like oh, you don't I'm hear sorry, anything I, weird. Um, I don't know. I mean, you're gonna be like, well, there's always going to be a degree of skepticism with all these things until like okay, you, said, you actually that. do see something. So I mean, I think you do your neighbor neighborly duty, like Mean says, and you help and you go check it out, and then you know. I don't know. Take it from there. If it's if okay. it looks legit, then take it one morning at a time. Yeah, <laughs> not one night. All right, so. So Vic Nottingham, he goes across the street. He goes over there to check it out. I I believe he's he's by himself. He goes by himself to check it out. So he hears the knocking, which scares the shit out of him. <laughs> what if they're robbing him blind this whole time while he's over, <laughs> over at their well, house? Well, yeah, I'll give you that. But at the same time, it's your neighbor. What are you gonna pass him on the street walking over with your <laughs> shit? <laughs> so like the next time he goes over to like to like talk to her about something, he looks and just sees his grandfather clock in the corner of her. Hey. Yeah, the same clock. <laughs> Funny. So, so he hears this, and and now like now the word's starting to kind of like spread a little bit. Okay, um, there there's a I don't know if you guys know this, but there's a an actual documentary called the Einfield Poltergeist, and Janet and Margaret are actually on this talking about um, the situation, and and apparently now I haven't watched it. But apparently in the actual documentary, you could still hear the knocking in the background, allegedly. So it'd be worth it'd be kind of worth checking out. I'd, I'd be interested in that. And uh, the special aired in about 1980. So it's it's an older uh, thing. And, you know, audio wasn't the best back then. So if you can hear it then, then I mean, that's that's pretty wild. Um, so they at one point, they interview Officer Carolyn Heaps, who was called about going over and doing some investigating on this because, you know, you don't know if somebody's like rummaging through your attic or people living in your walls. Cause I mean, you would never <clears throat> think like that could be true, but banging, knocking going on the walls or an animal beds moving and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, would you, so if, if there's an animal trapped in your, in your walls or crawl space, do people call the police for that? Or do you call animal control or, 
I check myself. If you would I just have, check yourself. Yeah, if yeah. I heard something mm -hmm. in, in my attic, I would look. I actually had before because we had a we had a possum that got in our attic one mm -hmm. time a long time ago. I'm to going to say that if I owned a home, well, actually, like I have an attic in my apartment now, and if I hear something up there, I'm not going up there because I know as soon as I go to <clears> peek <throat> my head up through that crawl space, as soon as I peek, <laughs> the last thing I'm going to see is either an animal coming at me, clawing my fucking eyeballs out, or an axe just coming right at my neck. Just stick a broom up right at your picture on it. <laughs> What's that? They have my picture on it. <laughs> Why not? Do you think somebody's going to believe I got that scrawny of a neck? <laughs> Are all of you guys Don Knotts? Yeah. <laughs> you guys do anything yeah. brave? <laughs> Hell no. Brave? Yes. Foolish? Well, sometimes. But I'm not poking my fucking head up in the attic if I hear somebody up there. Wow. Who's up here? <laughs> now, just imagine, because like, it's a crawl space, obviously, right? Now, not all attics are like that, but my attic is a crawl attic. Is your, It's huge. So you can actually like get up and walk around? Yeah. All right, so mine is just a crawl space. So a person if I can get up, up there, I just imagine somebody with an axe just fucking shuffling toward me really <laughs> fast. And, and not only am I going to get my head chopped off, I'll die of a fucking heart attack before that person even gets there. Now me. I'm just seeing this person like shuffling with this axe like... <laughs> yeah, look at me. <laughs> shuffling. In the he's beat. not running, he's shuffling. There is no running. He'd have to crawl, and he's just fucking crab crawling at me. He's like the bald guy from <laughs> Halloween Kills. Yes. <laughs> Like yeah, a centipede, just got a little I remember once he got the axe in his teeth at that point. Oh, he still has human arms, oh. just centipede legs. <laughs> it's like the rock from uh, the mummy. Yes, oh, it's the yeah. scorpion. The CGI Speaking of bad. horror, scary things. <laughs> okay, so going so, going, yeah. going a little bit farther off the rails of right now, uh, Hanover College, Hanover, Indiana, actually had a person living in the walls of Hanover College for almost 10 years. How recent is this story? True story. Uh, I think it happened about 20 years ago when they caught the person and kicked them out, but the person had been living there and had like like a little stove and all kinds of stuff was cooking food. That's crazy. I'm sure your mom probably knows about that story, Trent. Was it your mom? Was it Carol? My mom works there. She did not live in the walls. <laughs> <laughs> the person was, that told me is one of the main janitors. There I was wondering years. how you I guys got they that. saw. They kept on thinking that they were hearing things at night and seeing things at night. Yeah. And they finally caught somebody's foot going into like this gap between these two walls. Question. <laughs> Holding and a hot cup of coffee. Was, there a, was there a porcelain doll? No. I was set in the chair and then... Brahms? <laughs> was his name Brahms? Oh, man. <laughs> he was just going downstairs for some Hershey keys. And how long ago did you say that was? 20 years ago, right? The woman that told me, it was like four or five years ago, she told me about this story. Because I started writing a short story based upon it. And that's mm -hmm. where the uh, Leonard story came from. So, Yeah. It, it was interesting here's, for telling me this here's, story. Here's the truth. She's the, one that, she's the one that caught the guy with the security guards. And that, that guy had been living there for like eight to ten years. That's And would leave yeah. during the day and go out and like just apparently mill around with the public <laughs> and get food and then come back and sneak in before they would lock the doors up at how night. Does, how does that happen, though? Like, like hey, Dave, come back to your place. Well, I mean, no. I'll just move to the walls <laughs> Think of about the college. security back in the 90s and before. You know, I mean, the security yeah, was pretty like, lax. I was going to say, but it's a college, though, right? So I know it's that not even, like That'd be even better, Stanford, though, because but, it's like 
a college, you're not going to notice people just walking in and out of halls. Well, yeah, but he was probably like what, like a forty year old man. No, he point. was like he was like in his twenties or thirties. So he what? Been going there. <laughs> He'd been living there for 10 years. And I'm assuming maybe he had something to do with the college and just stayed there. I don't know. A professor? I'm just saying. They, I mean, that's supposedly a true story. How do you always get to work so early? I'm I sleep here. <laughs> Probably worked there and he like carved a hole in the wall somewhere for the day he ever got fired. He's like, I'll never leave. I'll just live in the wall. <laughs> they fire me. So if you guys... Could go to a place like, like this. That's no penis. Yes. <laughs> I know that mole. Yes. So if you guys could could do something like that, if you could live in the walls for like 10 years, would you live in somebody's wall? No. If I could live there and they don't know I'm there and I could just mess with these people all the time, hell yeah, I'm going to live in the wall. Uh-huh. I'm watching you. <laughs> if I ever hear a rasping in my wall, yeah. <laughs> just imagine your little cocoa butter hands. Man, I already told you a long time ago, if I die and then like random weird shit starts happening to you, it's me. <laughs> oh my God. Well, you just cross over. Ghost or ass. Just go. <laughs> Fucking ghost dad over here. Who <laughs> mix your chocolate and your peanut butter. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, oh man. <laughs> Damn it, Wells. <laughs> Did he just over here, just like snickering to himself in the corner. Got you good, fucker. <laughs> Why don't you hear about any like helpful ghosts? Right, because they're like picking up your laundry. I swear I'll be. Why? There. Why would a, your you just see your? Well, hold on a second. I can tell clothes. you why. Why would a ghost pick up your laundry, or fold your clothes? I don't even do that alive. I mean, they always they're are helpful. just like throwing things around and disrupting things. Like, just pick something up every once in a while. Wouldn't you be angry if you were a ghost and you were dead? I wouldn't be scared. You're going to tell me if you're dead and you're hanging out in my apartment and you look over and I'm just drinking a cup of hot cocoa and you used to love hot cocoa. You're not going to be like, you know what? Fuck this. Knock it off of the <laughs> knock it off the counter. <laughs> you like your cocoa think, now? There you go. You little cocoa bitch. See, that's the type of stuff I would do. I think See, that exactly. I think that I'm OCD enough that even if I were like a ghost, I would still have to pick something up on the floor. Oh, my if I God. <laughs> He is. He, he is Don Knotts. Like Jensen, will you please clean up after yourself? <laughs> oh my God, writing a message on the sugar. <laughs> now I know I left this apartment messy. Ghost Trent's been here. Ghost Trent. I'm dead for one week. This is what the house. Was. I can't wait for that sitcom to come out. That would be great. We need to start one of those. So uh, the ghost and Mrs. Chicken. Till death don't we part. Oh my God. Your little fucking like your little maid outfit with your apron on and. Duster. So anyway, um, all right. Well, we're never getting through this. No, we're never gonna get through this. Kiss the spook. (laughs) So, um, Officer Carolyn Heaps. So they call her in and and they ask her in this interview of this documentary if she saw anything when she went to investigate, and she says she saw an armchair levitate half an inch or more, move several feet across the floor levitate half an inch okay so that's not that's not a lot obviously a half an inch is not that could be condensation Water. really you think yeah so? okay i mean she's not really measuring it she's eyeballing <laughs> she, what, what if she what's an armchair measure <laughs> armchair not like a folding like a, this is not a folding chair but the chair like we're sitting in so an actual armchair moves so well, okay. Could, we had this conversation I'm recently. Means a skeptical enough could be no, a conversation. Somebody's, somebody's in the chair, hey, floating it was, across. It was winter time. It was winter time. 
It was in a poor area. They probably didn't have good insulation. In the walls. Insulation. insulation. <laughs> so people so in that, the walls. That creates, and they probably had a fire, and that probably created condensation. Or it could have created slicker surfaces. Wouldn't it's not it, a plastic it's just cup, it's an armchair. <laughs> no, but it, it could be on a... It's not a red solo cup. An angle. They probably it could be had on an angle because too. the floor's kind of uneven. Could be, I don't know. And it could be sliding. They Means could is be. our resident debunker. It's his new role. You know, for some reason when you all keep saying like people in the walls, it makes me think of people under the stairs. Yeah. That movie freaked that? me out when I was a kid. I just imagine like somebody being possessed, arms pinned back. They're just rah, speaking to tongues, eyes rolling back. They're floating in the air. And it means it's like condensation. Condensation. <laughs> condensation. <laughs> you get, it's you damp think, in here. <laughs> you got to think of more obvious things besides ghosts so, right away. But hold I feel on like a second. That's what people think all yeah, the time. So I'm, so I'm gonna, okay, but what if, what if she actually I've looked? Seen, what if she got on the floor and looked and saw, you know? The half inch it doesn't of, say that though. She said a half an inch off the floor. I mean, that's such a guess for one, and for two, that's like if the if the tape chair measure moves just a little bit. <laughs> so I'll give you the chair you can moving. Measure it in toothbrushes. Oh my god! Yeah, well, there's about a twelve inches. <laughs> so I'll give you like the chair moving because you and I had this conversation recently. Like, if you put a cup down and there's so much moisture underneath mm-hmm. of it, it'll start to glide across the table. Um, condensation. Well, I, was, I was I was teasing about the condensation, but yeah. In all seriousness, though, it could be it could be a chair that's unlevel. Okay, and looks visually like it's moving. She might have seen one leg of it. She, you know, what I'm saying like, yeah, sliding. I, 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 how long did it say? I mean, it doesn't really say in the notes. No, what she said it doesn't say it moved. Feet. Plus, you gotta think if you're it just scared, several feet. That's just gonna specify. magnify what you think that you're seeing. So. And I agree with you guys on that. And again, like your mind does kind of play trickery. And you they already like, told her it was a ghost, right? They already told her that something's weird. Well, going on they here did. That, t- yeah, they did. Like they ghosts? did tell her like there's something weird going on. Can you come check it out? And obviously, she comes over. She hears the knocking, and uh, the chair the chair levitates and moves. I'll give you the moving part, but the it, so. I know I'm not speaking in facts. This is speculation. Mm-hmm. So what if a full half an inch to an inch, what if there was visual proof that she actually saw this? Would you believe it then if it was levitating? I mean, I would still check it out and see what's going on. Okay. Well, okay. All right, let's move you know, on. Um, so you're telling me this ghost can pick up a chair, but it can't pick up somebody's laundry? <laughs> Well, there's nothing. Well, those chairs back in the day were probably really fucking heavy, too. Mm-hmm. So there's um there's also talk that Janet is speaking in a voice she claims is not her own. Okay, so she's speaking in this deep kind of guttural, weird voice. All and right, those were the tapes from the movie. Huh? Those are the tapes. Fucking figure gun, me, chief. <laughs> so yeah, those those are the tapes from the movie. That and was um, so, yeah, so so basically, like that whole scene was based on this story here. They thought she was faking Now, they, well, they weren't, that's true too. A lot lot of people, a lot of people in this real story, um, even like, they call like some paranormal investigator people to come over and check and even these people who are into this stuff are like, this seems pretty fucking bogus. Okay, so I'll get into that. So yeah, so, so nobody knows what's going on yet. 
the police have been involved, the neighbor, that's it. So now, <clears throat> excuse me, the family has contacted uh, Graham Morris, the photographer of the Daily Mirror. So he's the one in the movie with the glasses and the little bald head and whatnot. Okay. So, and the mustache. So he comes over and uh, he decides that he's going to come take pictures and try to, you know, figure out what's going on. Right. Now, side note the Daily Mirror is known as a UK tabloid. And more often than not, the stories have been proven to be less than credible. Okay. Real like, like the onion or national Enquirer around here, basically. So a lot of, a lot of horseshit stories. So, so this is the guy you call to come like prove your theory, right? Like, an untrustworthy magazine. What was his name? Newspaper. Uh, Graham Morris. Okay. So Graham Morris comes over and, uh, he starts he starts taking pictures and stuff. So he starts to take pictures and whatnot. Now, did you guys have seen this this picture before, haven't you? Of uh Janet levitating like above her bed. Wasn't and it also in the after uh, in the uh, credits? Yeah, the- I think it was in the credits. I think at the and and the rolling credits at the end of the movie they show this picture. Okay. Yeah, so she's freaky. levitating above her bed. Uh, it's it's a famous picture. Uh, there, were, but here's the thing: <laughs> what they don't show you in movies and shit like that is there were multiple pictures taken, and from all the other shots I saw, it looks like she's just jumping out of the bed. <laughs> yeah. So mm-hmm. you've seen the pictures, right? Yeah. So have you guys seen the pictures? She literally starts in the goddamn bed. <clears throat> yeah, she starts from the bed, and then that happens. So we're actually looking at the pictures right now for those who can't see. Uh, Darren is showing Ian and Trent the pictures. Now, it looks like she is clearly jumping from her bed, and they have just taken the last picture, that one right there. That's supposed to be. Really That's good. the picture. Even the last, one and they still put looks that like in black and white, position. pretty much. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not well, gonna see that and be like, oh yeah. Well, people did. They it. saw that and they thought that was real shit. And then there was also the skeptics that said, well, it looks like she's just well. So when people saw that picture, they thought she was jumping straight in the air, and somebody just took a picture. But when you look at all of them, it clearly looks like she's jumping from the fucking bed. Well, see, at first when you're talking about, it, I was like picturing her like laying down and levitating like that, and I'm like. How do you fake that? Well, and who levitates with their knees in the air? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Levitating to me is if I'm standing flat-footed and I go up and my toes are pointed down, I'm levitating, you know, right? I mean, we all agree <laughs> on that, right? Yeah. Not that I levitate. Um, also, I want to show you guys something before I leave. I can levitate. <laughs> so take take a nice ghost to levitate you, bro. <laughs> take a few of them. Take a few hefty, hefty ghosts. You have to get up pretty early in the morning to, to lift this bad boy. Like... Shouldn't be one. <laughs> Apparently, he likes to investigate in the morning. But uh, so Janet, to me, looks like she's jumping from the bed. All right, that's what I think. That's my theory. I think this whole Janet levitating thing. I thought it was bullshit. Now, However, some, some woman supposedly saw saw her thing. from the street. Yeah, uh, looks out. She's well, her and a, apparently a, a, there was a guy as well. So a few people had passed the street and allegedly saw her levitating past the window and not that specific story, like with her jumping from the bed. I ain't going to see that much from a window. Well, I, I mean, they you said she you, looked like she was floating past. Yeah, the window. past the window. Like levitating. OK, so there are a few people passing by. They see this. 
So now the Warrens come by, right? So there's a few different paranormal people that were invited that show up. I don't know if you guys know this part of the story, but the Warrens were not fucking invited. Uh, question. <laughs> yeah. Who, who, who are the Warrens? You're not serious, are you? And Lorraine! There you go. There we go. That's okay. <laughs> so, uh... And Lorraine show up uninvited. Nobody called him up. It was like, hey, there's you should come over. There's a haunting guy? There's a, oh, God. Who invited So they people? show up, and, and in the movie, they're there for a few days, and they're staying the night, and they're helping this family, and they're fucking playing the guitar and <laughs> slapping some bass. Was <laughs> yes. Get out of my house. <laughs> we Whoa. hate Elvis here. Fake-ass Elvis. Please leave. Elvis starts haunting him. He's like, "Shut this son of a bitch up!" Mm. It's like we we'll take the ghost at this point. We'll take the ghost. Here's hand though. Here's hand though. <laughs> Anybody like Tom Jones? <laughs> Get out! Thank you. Thank you very much. Like closing the door is not on you. <laughs> I think that's the only song I know by Tom Jones. What? Not so. even Delilah. I don't know. Maybe if I heard it, I'll sing it to you later. So, um, <laughs> so. They come over, uninvited. People are like, why the fuck are these people here? And they're, they're only there for a day. I don't even think they're there the full fucking day. They just pop in. They're just like, we're in the rain. And people are like, we don't care. Who invited you? Who, how, did you how did you get in here? So they're in there. They're hanging out. So they even have like a priest come by in 1978 after all the hauntings seem to um, slow down after this, allegedly. Right? A priest comes in. All the activity slows down. Um, they weren't really agents for the church. Not in this story. Hmm. I mean, they could have been. They said they were in the movie. But they yeah. said they were in the movie. But according to this story, they were just assholes that showed up. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Real real <laughs> dick move. So they just, they just kind of show up. And uh, so... So that's, that's pretty much the gist of that story. Now, there's a few odds and ends. And, like, there's, like... There's still some stuff, like going on after they move out like other people that have lived there have heard stuff but not nearly as bad as this and i'm pretty sure uh the story of them with the ouija board um that's that one right there's a, yeah they ouija board in this one they had yeah they had a ouija so self-made when they made it i couldn't remember if that was that one or if i'm mixing this with the first story i told on the first contract but yeah so that one so allegedly they really did have a ouija board yeah in in this in this uh story so now now let me re- let me rewind you back to 2013, uh, July 2013. New Line Cinema decides they want to make a sequel to this Conjuring movie. All right, so they hire the same two guys, Chad and Carrie Hayes, to write the script. Um, Eric Heiser, I think is how you pronounce this name. Um, he was a writer on the Final Destination Five, so they bring him in to make some changes and stuff. Um, and 2015, like this is kind of jumping around through production and it's kind of like, you know, it's, they're, they're pinning a story and there's rewrites and all this other shit. So in 2015, David Leslie Johnson, uh, was brought in for some more rewrites. So from 2013 to 2015, this thing is jumping around being rewritten constantly. Right. So it wasn't just like a one and done. Hey, we got it on the first try. So they decide they want to bring back Vera and, and, and Patty Wilson, and as well as James Wan. So James Wan actually turned down shooting, I think it was Fast 8, because um, he did 7, I believe. Trent, you're, you're my fast guy. He did 7, but was it out before Conjuring 2? I feel like it came out after Conjuring 2. Well, and you got to remember, 
like this, like I said, this is 2013 to 2015. Like they're wanting him to to direct around this time. Not right. It's not coming out. Like they haven't shot it yet. There's just right. talks. So I could be wrong on that though. On the fast. And again, I, th- I think they called a priest in to bless the set on the first day, and I think they did that in the first Conjuring too. But yeah, uh, from what I read, he he turned down Fast Eight. Uh, I didn't I didn't get with James Wan for a personal interview and ask him beforehand. I probably could have. Maybe he'll be a guest on our show. Him and I day. aren't as tight as um, me and um, Danny Trejo are, but uh, <laughs> Danny Trejo Fast, will be Fast a guest Seven came out 2015. 2015. 2016 was Conjuring Two. Okay, I was Fast off. Eight was. You're you were in the ballpark. You're probably right then about that. It seemed like it wasn't. Oh God! Time, it was like book we're recording this right because I'm never right. <laughs> James, one, if you're listening, we support your decision to step out on Fast Eight. Yes, we do. So or would Fast Eight have been better had he directed it? He appreciates that. So I feel like he He's listening. So the nun wasn't in the original script. Okay, James Wan decided to bring the nun in to uh, expand Lorraine's story, and the nun, who is as Valak. we know in the movie Valak, um, I never caught this before until I did my research on this. I haven't gone back to watch it yet. You can actually see Valak's name through multiple scenes mm-hmm. in the movie before they actually reveal his name. Mm-hmm. So, like on the bookshelf, it's kind of spelled out. So, you guys all knew this. I did. I never paid attention that much to it. So, nothing like on the first movie, like I was talking to you guys about, nothing really weird happened behind the scenes, spookery, um, as far as that goes. The night crew said that they noticed that there were these like long drapes um, on the sound stage that kept moving. Uh, Juan said that they kept randomly swaying when nobody was near him. There was no AC or anything like near it. The AC was actually turned off. Um, Juan, I guess, was brought to the attention by this by Pat Patrick. Oh, Patty Wilson, who decides to um like record it on his phone and send it to Juan. Apparently. So, not like I said, not a lot of spookery happening there. Now, the differentials between the movie and the real story. So, I love this movie. I, I think I like Conjuring 2 more than I like the first Conjuring, personally. We all, or I said that as well. Yeah, you know, I think we talked about that uh, on our Paperweight Entertainment podcast on our th- third conjuring review i think we all kind of agree with that mm-hmm. darren was not on that do you agree with that i don't know if we ever got your opinion on i that. do not i like the first you one like better. the first i one. like the story better i like the witch idea okay i think because i knew that he threw valak in this one and i think they were wanting to make that part of the universe and i feel like the valak story with her works but it it's kind of odd the way valak was making the old man do its bidding. Yeah. Which I guess kind of worked, but at the same time, it's like you're pulling Ed and Lorraine Warren big time into this movie mm. and the reality there they were con artists. So that's like, the word. That's the word. <laughs> Trent looked defeated. Not Patrick Wilson and no, Vera. It was the actual I, know. I mean they're totally hot versions of Ed and Lorraine so Warren. Right. They made it's they're like, beautiful like people. The biggest hero in the world. But they are they are con artists. They weren't there for very long, and I think uh, the movie is a long way from the truth. Mm. Um, 
Well, yeah. Well, yeah, and, and, it, and it usually is. Well, it, it, and that's and why I talked I like, about this on I like the first, the first one better just because allegedly, I told you guys, allegedly, and I don't know that you were there for this, but allegedly, the family from the first movie was like, that's it to a T. I'm like, all right, come on now. It's exaggerated yeah. a little bit. And it's they're just like, be. nope, that's it. Yeah. That was it right there. Uh, I remember when Mama Bear was in that chair and she was spinning around, puking up blood everywhere. I mean, I... I we had I, to get new sheets. Definitely part two, I liked the uh, aesthetic of it. I loved how they had it in this really dark, you know, set part of England, really yeah. poor. Had, it was really gray and rainy. I mean, it just felt like authentic 70s shitty England. You know, mm-hmm. the kids... Uh, probably had better teeth than the kids in real life, but they still looked kind of like shitty kids. You know, they looked like, not like actors. They looked like like poor little kids. You know what I'm saying? Um, but they actually got those kids off the street. They weren't actors. (laughs) Those are, that was the actual, that was the the actual family living in that house. But what I didn't like about it is it felt piecemealed at one point. And the reason I say that, and this is the reason I'm going to say that because like, the first one, I felt like you followed the story of the witch all the way through. Yeah. This one, it's like it was Babadook at one point with the umbrella guy. Mm. It was uh, a haunting with this creepy old man. Mm. Then it became the Valak story. And it was just, it was kind of like, to all me, it was good, but it was just kind of up and down. It felt piecemealed as far as writing. Okay. And it had scares. It had atmosphere. Excellent acting. I like the movie overall. I just... I wouldn't put it above the first one just because I felt like the first one was just, it felt more like a more plainer reality based story. This one felt like it was up and down and up and down, which I really think based on the true story, it's probably more like that because the true story for this part two is up and down. And, and, you know, you were talking yeah. about the interviews, well, probably- the knocks on the wall. If, if you heard the interview of the little girl and her voice changing, um, I have not. I just read about it. They played so we're gonna at the end of the movie we're gonna pull a link to this because I watched these extensively last night when I rewatched this movie. Okay, and we're gonna put a link on here to this. I don't want to play it right now, but I want you guys to watch it because if you listen to the audio, like in the movie, mm-hmm. it's it's like that uh, that exorcist tape stuff, you know, or the the uh, exorcism of. Emily Rose. Em- Emily Rose type yeah. stuff where it's like it sounds really horrifying. It's like a little girl talking all of a sudden it's like, you know? Yeah. But this has video attached to it. Mm-hmm. So the link I'm going to put on here has the video of the little girl and the interview. Okay. And it's total bullshit. Like you can see her thinking and then you can see her changing her voice and it looks like a little kid just. I'm going to talk like this now. And the guy's like, well, she can't do that for very long because it would hurt her throat. I'm like, dude, I could talk like that for two days if I wanted. Like, I've actually done it's, that. It's I've kind of like that for two days. Like just watching I was, I was it. I begged just, to stop. It just seemed like they were faking the whole thing. So, yes, and that's what was I was getting to earlier when I said head. I'm going to touch on this later and, and tell you guys like how this is like complete, utter bullshit according to some claims. And... uh and I'm going to get into that in just a second. I want to touch on something first, like, because I don't want to forget. That's that we're going to segue into that in a second, because I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. I want to talk about that. But so, so Janet never actually saw 
any crosses go upside down or anything like that, right? Mm -hmm. So that was obviously dramatized for Hollywood to make the movie better, which worked. It was a cool scene. But it you know, never happened. Her like crawling on the wall and waking up on the on the ceiling, you know, not not true, obviously. Um Bill Wilkins was allegedly According to his son, Terry, confirmed his dad, Bill, had died in a chair in that house, in that living room, after suffering a brain hemorrhage. Excuse me. Uh, the, the activity did start after the kids played with a Ouija board. I touched on that earlier. So here's the thing. The children had been caught several times by the Society for Physical Research, which, like I said, is like the parano- paranormal research place. <laughs> so they've been, <laughs> they've been caught several times by these people. The kids have been caught bending the spoons. Okay, so remember at the end of the movie where Janet's in the kitchen and they had that and she doesn't know that camera well, she didn't know, but maybe she did know. That camera's outside and sees her like busting spoons and plates and stuff in the kitchen. Bending. She wasn't busting spoons. <laughs> Fuck these spoons. So so they, she, the kids had been caught faking this shit several times. And then back to what Darren was saying. She said why she did it. Because the, the thing was is, going to hurt the family if she didn't. Well, in the movie, the, in the, movie yeah. the claim is the mother put them up to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Darren said, single mom, kind of a deadbeat job, right? Not making a lot of money, not drawing a lot of money in. What's the... I mean... Like, why, why would she not, you know, like she gets the fame, the publicity, and then like people want to do documentaries and then the money starts coming in. So I can kind of see this being, being horseshit. So, so then the Bill's voice part, ironically, does not come until Maurice tells Janet that the only thing missing from this haunting was voices. Nobody had heard any voices, no whispering, none of that shit. So as soon as Maurice, who works for the goddamn tabloids, <laughs> tells her, oh, you know, if only you were talking in a weird, deep, demonic voice. <laughs> the next day, Janet started to started hearing Bill's voice, right? And she said she didn't really feel like the house was really haunted because the spirits didn't feel evil, okay? So that's that's one thing... That I'll touch on too. So, well, Darren kind of touched on. Nobody heard this voice at all. And as soon as somebody puts this in this girl's head, well, what if there were voices? All of a sudden there's a voice. And I haven't watched this video and I can't wait to watch it. But but not only that, but like in the documentary they're shooting and it's, it's pay, it's, uh, I'm sorry, it's uh, Janet and, um, I believe it's Janet and Margaret. Um, during this documentary, I guess at one point, from what I read, I didn't again haven't seen it. The interviewer is asking something, and Janet smiles and says that she didn't really believe the house was haunted. And Margaret kind of bumps her and leans over and says something, and she's like, "Oh, that's because I felt like it was more like, like friendly spirits, and we were all just like this big family in this big house or whatever." So. Coincidence? Who, who's to say? Pretty suspect. Pretty pretty sus, as sus. the kids say. As the kids say. So, 
I mean, I'm not that fucking Follow hip, us so. on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, hey, kids, it's really cool to follow horror on TikTok. That's right. That's right. No matter we have all age. kinds of sketchy content. For so, uh, so that's kind of that's kind of my take on the whole thing. Um, in my my opinion, is great movie, very well done. James Wan, I would put in top ten of horror makers, horror movie makers. Um, it's got to be number one today. That there, I mean, there's a few of them up there, and we could go back and forth on that. That'll probably be another separate podcast. But so, go ahead, Trent. Well, my immediate thought is, um, and I have not dug into the case files of Ed and Lorraine Warren, but like you've made a pretty good case that this is probably bogus, that this is probably made up, as most of these things are. But well, like, that's the thing. This isn't makes, much of a case file. Well, like, they was, weren't even invited. They came in, scribbled some notes for less than a day, and left and was like, oh, look what we found out. You didn't do a goddamn Well, that's time. what I was about to say. Is like it, It's weird that they picked this specific one to make a movie about. And I know, obviously, they added in Valak and all those storylines yeah. because it probably needed the extra oomph to make it more of a movie. Well, uh, but, like, I don't know. You'd think that there would have been another case file. Like, didn't? They obviously did Amityville at the beginning of the movie, so you so you're think, surprised that this story got a movie? Is that what you're saying? I guess a little bit. So I mean, yeah, I love the movie I, I agree as well, with you. and I think it's a great, it's a really movie. good movie. It's a good it's movie. Really it's very good. well done. And but here's James the thing: James or whoever the writers or whoever came in and took this and obviously made it much more entertaining from a but movie like, aspect. From the base story, made them decide. Yeah, they but of all the stories yeah, of the Warrens. And all the case files they had, this is the one you pick out that it's wasn't kinda, even yeah. really their case file, their story. So when this movie first came out, uh, I always try to research things beforehand because, like, I, I look, and I know Darren probably does the same thing as me, but I, like, look online and try to see what scary movies are coming up and coming out for the year and, are like, mm-hmm. what's in production even. Uh, not even coming out, just like what people are working on. And when I read about this, I was like, oh, fuck yeah, I uh, can't wait for this. I love the first one. So they said from the case files of Ed and Lorraine Warren, one of their scariest, uh, you know, um, cases ever. Um, I, I don't understand how that's how that's true, because A, it wasn't their case. B, they weren't invited. C, they weren't even there that long. And D, all the fucking above. Well, at that point, they were just playing <laughs> off the popularity of the first Yeah, content. but it's just like, at that point, you're just like, you're there and you're like, what's going on? Knocking on the wall? A little bit of chair levitating? Oh, this is one of our scariest cases yet. Like, really? You literally went to a farmhouse where an old witch died and was haunting this family. And the mother was levitating. The kids are screaming. There's all this weird shit going now, on. So Now, to be fair. We're talking 1977 to 1980. Okay, so yeah. So the interviews were in 1980. They were on the BBC. People in America didn't see them. Now, yeah. here today, we could research all this shit and find bullshit before the movie comes out. Well, that's true, too. <laughs> but back then, like, listening to those tapes, and even it, today, if you watch the movie without researching and you listen to the uh, tapes at the end, it's a very scary thing. Right. So I think it's one of those things that... You know, they already created a a universe with the doll, mm-hmm. with Valak. Um, they needed Ed, L- Ed and Lorraine Warren. They're never going to do a Conjuring or anything in this universe without those two. Which makes sense. Which and makes I'm okay sense. with that. But I'm just yeah. saying this story, when you could have done... Story? So the Amityville at the beginning, why didn't they just go Amityville? And I, and I know that the obvious answer would be, well, Amityville's been done. Yeah. 
Yeah. But and maybe they don't have the rights. But to. well, that, <laughs> that could be. But but if if you're gonna do a story that's never been done, I understand that. But a story as big as Amityville, and the original movie wasn't too bad. The one with Ryan Reynolds, it gets a bad reputation. I didn't think it was horrible. I liked it. I didn't think it was great by any means. Uh, I thought it was watchable. So, I mean, it. it I still did think it would deserve like a James Wan do over. And I thought the the first ten minutes of that that movie of being the Amityville Horror was pretty creepy. Yeah. So a whole Her movie like that would have been yeah. And- yeah, that would have been really cool to to have a, a full length feature on. So, and again, it's not that big of a deal. It made well, for a good movie. I queued up some of these uh, audios, so let's let's just take a listen Please. if we can hear, because it actually sounds creepy without seeing the video. Like days before I died, I day of glory. Then I had an image, and I fell asleep, and I died in a chair in a corner downstairs. And that's I mean, supposed to be a little good. Would you answer me the following question? What have you done with Denise's 30p? Okay, so it sounds creepy, and, and you listen to interviews. Exactly. So, and it's it the like old... two different. It sounded like so to me. Not to interrupt you, but it sounded like she was doing one voice. He was hurting her, so she, she switched a, voices. She got, a, she got a frog in her throat. Yeah, like, I don't know. I thought it sounded pretty good. Like, I was there, and I'm actually seeing this little girl do this. I'm not just gonna think she's just making her voice like. Yeah, well, but but when you again, watch the video, it's uh, I watched I watched the entire interview, and the interview is about thirty minutes long. Okay, and it's way different. And the girl, her sister, her older sister, is sitting right beside her on the couch while she's doing this, and she's like, "I hear do like, this all the time." And it, describe what I'm doing right now. <laughs> For our audience, he's just looking around out of the corner of his eye, finger on his cheek, hand over his mouth, kind of like, "What the fuck is yeah. happening?" Like, he's her sister was in in it to win it at this point. She was like, "I hope they don't catch us faking this shit." I mean, that's she really she, what she looked, looked like. nervous, like, "Oh god!" But but the yeah. the guy well, with the glasses, the bald guy with the mustache glasses, he Maurice. he was like. Oh, she couldn't fake it because she was talking for three hours with that voice and it would just strip her vocal cords, you know, because it comes from this point and he starts describing the part of the vocal cords that it had to come from. Oh, I'm so like, he's a vocalologist now. Yeah, gotcha. So, I mean, I could see The guy who just point, told it would, her. It would hurt <laughs> your voice. Many talents. But you can talk like that for a long time. I mean, we used to do that crap all the time when we were young, you know. Is she like 12 years old though? Like... Yeah. Well, you gotta think like do that. I, I, think I so. couldn't do it now. Can you do a girl's voice, Ian? Right. I don't know. Can you? You're, you're a thirty-some. <laughs> there you go. Could you so, do that for three hours? No. Yes, you could. I think I'd be like, like, hold on, I'd be like, hold on a second. Hold on a second. At our current stage in life, at our ages, which are a little different, but still, even at our ages, 
I don't I don't think so. I don't think he could do that for three hours. Well, I don't think. But when he was twelve, voice, maybe. I don't think a high pitched voice is as straining either as doing a. Probably, no, not no, gravelly, but like, but that gravelly like kind of voice. But it also like, said that they didn't taper for three hours, so she could have taken. I mean, it sounds like they're all over exaggerating just to sell papers. Oh, it wasn't was she getting like drinks of water in between and stuff too? Yeah. Well, in, in the, the movie, I was like, in the movie, but well, I don't think in the original story they didn't have her do the mouth thing. Mm. Can and we, for the 30-minute interview, she only talked like that for maybe 10 out of the 30 minutes. I mean, they were asking her questions, and she wasn't answering, and they asked the sister question. I mean, it wasn't like 30 minutes of her talking like Bill. Yeah. It was cool. like periodically. But also, go ahead, Trent. Go ahead. I was just going to take a step back from the true story for a second. While we were talking about that, I wanted to take a step back and appreciate that part of the movie and how awesome oh, was James well Wan did that scene. Since we're a movie podcast too, I feel like we should talk. Where they were talking, where they were talking, where she, what's face, but where she, they were talking to her, and she interview. was out of focus, and I think it was Patrick Wilson, right, who was in here. Oh front, yes. yeah, head turn, and she's in the background out of focus, and, and you she see slowly shifts morphs into, into Bill, bigger man, and then, and then back to the girl before. The but it was very, but it was very subtle. It was like, real subtle, but yeah, because you, you, know like you said he was he was blurred out. You didn't know what was happening at first, and all of a sudden there's an old man there, and you're just like, oh, shit. Well, the very she... first scare of the movie is when the the little boy's walking from the downstairs past that room upstairs, and you barely see the old man in the sitting chair. in the chair. That's yeah. creepy to me. That and then like, the reflection in the TV was really yeah. Creepy. How many times? How many times have you ever been in your house felt like something's there but you don't see it, but now in your mind you're thinking. There's a motherfucker over there James in the corner Wan of my room. James Wan is great at that kind of stuff. Yeah. Real subtle Agreed. stuff that you don't necessarily notice See, right that's away. that's why I hated... This is the one thing I don't like about the movie. I don't like the the uh, zeotrope, or whatever it's called, with the little man walks a crooked mile thing. Oh, the Slender Man? And then when it the shows The Crooked him, Man. It was the Crooked Man. But when it shows him, it's mile. like... Too, too CGI. It's too CGI, too cheesy. It literally reminded me of the Babadook, and I know that those were different time periods when they came out, but it it was just, I felt like it was unneeded for the story. Once again, it was just a cheap scare. I don't know. That I was me personally. I love the scene where Valak is in the room with the... Uh, at the very end? she's in there with Lorraine. Yeah. yeah. And the way that Valak just goes across the room as like a shadow and gets, to the, gets to the picture and pops out. Now, that is very well done. And again, as Trent said, James Wan is great about doing shit like that. Now, I don't know that it's ever going to pop up on this podcast, but I'd love to talk about it. But I'm going to bring it up now. Another one of his movies, Insidious. Mm -hmm. There's a scene where they move into the new house. Uh, the family moves into the new house. And Rose Byrne is walking from the living room through the laundry room into the kitchen back around. You see the little boy. Now, a lot of people I've watched this movie with, 10 out of 10 people I've watched this movie with that's not in this room, um, that I've watched this movie with, never catch the boy standing with his face facing the wall. Like, he's standing in between, like, two coats. And he's just standing there with his arms, like, in front of him. And he's basically, like, like he's standing in the corner like he's in trouble when he's facing the wall and he's up against the wall. Now, subtly, the camera moves by and moves right by it. And nobody ever fucking catches this thing. And I always have to point it out to people when I'm when I'm uh, watching it with somebody. And uh, James Wan, he's just good about doing so. I, I know, I'm sorry. I did that. Uh, 
Um, he's just good about being subtle and doing stuff and throwing stuff like that in. I just think he's he's so great, and he's the great part about the Conjuring movies. So he takes this story that's really kind of underwhelming compared to uh, a story from the first Conjuring, and he adds in this this nun character, this Valak, and he makes it better doing that, and he makes it better with his his shots, like like you said, Trent. Bill in the corner, uh, uh, Janet with a glass of water, like a mouthful of water. Mm-hmm. So, and then the shot of like zooming in on old, old sexy Patty Wilson's face, and you just seeing that illuminating in the background. Like it's just it's so well done. You know another thing he did in the second movie that I I think this is what makes me like it more than the first one is that I actually felt like an emotional connection to the family in the second movie. Well, and that Not was so his doing. That's why he wanted to add Valak in because it really made Lorraine test her faith and everything and uh, being so worried about old Patty Wilson yeah. meeting meeting the devil himself. Well, I, really, I felt bad for the little girl in that movie. Like, just everything she was going through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was. It's a sad story. And it sucks that it's horseshit. No, seriously, I'm not trying to piss all over this story, but at the same time, like, I de- I've got my doubts. Well, I have to say, this is the best the na- the nun Valak ever was. Yes, it's better than the nun movies. It, you know, I didn't mind the nun movie either. But it, it's, really, I think this is a better. I mean, this is a better version of that character. I mean, the best version of that character because it was scary in every scene. And in the nun, I mean, I like the nun. It was great, but it was forgettable. Yeah. And it was like, I wasn't as involved with the the jump scares as I was in this one. I thought that was a great jump scare you just mentioned a while ago. Obviously. Eh, here's are. here's what we'll do. <laughs> I'll I'll make the Valak painting. Okay. And then we'll take uh we'll we'll get some prints made of that painting. And we'll we'll use prince those or prince prints okay. prints p r i n t not 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 prints like, not the symbol not the no. purple one can you do a valid painting that looks like prints I could actually that would be pretty goddamn sexy <laughs> 2000, honestly two thousand two thousand for that one two thousand for that's that going one. on Patreon now yeah <laughs> no uh, we could we could get give out prints of that and then once we get popular because i i got a feeling we're gonna get popular on this show please god we, make us we famous get, we get one episode that gets a thousand downloads i will draw uh somebody's lucky name from those thousand people that downloaded it and we will send them a valak painting in the mail and for five thousand he'll draw me like one of his french women <laughs> I do that every time anyway. Actually, we're five thousand and he won't do it, so And he'll he'll wear the heart of the ocean too. You damn right I will. The, the wear my of, heart on my sleeve. We don't have the heart of the ocean. You can Just wear the heart there. of the Ohio. Yes. Yes it is, Rose. <laughs> and we're back on Titanic. Yeah. <laughs> We were never off Titanic. That's true. <laughs> a lot of people never got off Titanic. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Too soon. I'm so wow. sorry. Too soon. We so did not sorry. endorse his message. Too folks. soon. Was it a hundred years ago? Yeah, so? I was gonna say. You know, always the only person soon. that got off during Titanic was Ian watching it the other night. Hey oh. <laughs> and he was alone. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know I was alone. And he was and watching but Jack. I was definitely alone. <laughs> I, Where? Oh, 
Uh, you said Jack, and I thought of the Robin Williams movie where he was an oversized child. Oh my god! <laughs> it's like this, this is getting worse and worse. Wow. Terrible right How now. do we wrap this up? Oh man! So well, watch Jack. In, we'll check con- it out. in conclusion, I did have a question for you. All right, go, go ahead. to your conclusion. Yep. You. Mean, that was not a question for me. Question for you. I'm accusing Darren of something. <laughs> okay, so first he's of a all, witch. I don't know if I blocked the movie out of my voice. mind mostly or what, but can somebody remind me what happened to Ed at the end of The Conjuring Three? What happened to Ed? Yeah, he almost had a heart attack. I know well, he did have a heart attack. Oh well, he lived. <laughs> so I was just wondering because in real life he died shortly after the heart attack. So are they not going to make no, more Conjuring he, movies? He lived. Uh, longer than that, didn't he? Didn't yeah. He? Remember, but I read you all that in, little. I thought story he died in like the 2000s. The, when we did the Conjuring, no, I read that little article. Was it the 80s? Yeah, she lived after him like 15 years. They said he, he was believed to have suffered a heart attack and died shortly didn't she after. She just died recently. Yeah, she just died recently. Dead air. I think. I think. I think Ian may be right. I don't. Know which exactly Ian? When. This one, the one next to me. About which part? Not, about him dying. I mean, I don't know. I could be wrong. About I him dying? He, I thought he died. Well, we know he died. <laughs> recently after the, uh, or shortly after the, the yeah. events of The Conjuring. What I read said that he suffered, it was believed he suffered a heart attack and died shortly after. Okay, that's, but, that's not correct. What, when did, when that did happened it happen? in the 80s. Right. The, the, the heart attack? The, yes. The, yeah, the heart attack and that episode for Conjuring 3. He died in... Uh, 2006. Yeah, I thought it was the 2000s. Wow. So technically, Ian in, was right. It was just <laughs> she died in uh, 2019. So yeah, two years ago. Well, that's what I was saying because on 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 the first Conjuring and the second Conjuring movies, uh, Vera Farmiga. Oh, Vera, Vera. Oh, she was Vera. in. Con- yeah, she was in. She was in contact with uh, Lorraine. The whole time. Well, to answer Ian's question, um, Wells. I obviously nothing's been confirmed, but I hope they make another Conjuring. I know the third one wasn't very well received, but we all agree oh, it yeah. wasn't that bad. No, it, it wasn't kill the franchise bad. Yeah, come on, that episode we spent most of the episode bashing it. I, don't I mean, we it wasn't. Well, history. here's the problem well, with it though: we bash the- it because there was no James Wan involved, and you, and you got a guy that wrote Curse of La La Roma, which <laughs> wasn't the greatest movie either. Have you seen that one? No, I, I watched it. To watch it. I didn't. I thought it was okay. Actually, I thought it was worth a one-time watch. Yeah, I'll it never was. watch it again. I watched Actually, it once. Yeah, one time I was like, you know what? Not terrible. It's not one of them. I was like, I watch this. I'm gonna go buy the DVD. Right. I had it on my HBO Max list. I've got all the Conjuring. It's worth a one-time watch just to say that you you saw it, and then you can also see like there's a lot of similarities between that and the Conjuring Three because it's the same director. Mm-hmm. So you could definitely. The Conjuring tell. Three had some really good scenes. We, yes, we mostly, but it did not gel as a movie. It did not. Right. We applauded it for being different. Like it tried something different. You know, it didn't. I think we agreed that if it. it was the first one in the series, we but, may have liked it more. But the the bar was too high for it. Yeah, it definitely are was we, missing James Wan. So we're not ruining a future episode right now. Are we we're talking about Conjuring Three? No, I, I don't. Well, we could. I don't plan on talking about the Conjuring Three. If we run we out of things to talk about. We I can do the trifecta. Might so, as well so here's the thing. Don't write it off. I mean, we're gonna have followers and stuff. Hopefully, right? That's the idea. At least a thousand downloads. At least a thousand, <laughs> and they can all make comments, right, on Twitter, Facebook, and everything. So, yeah, if you guys issues. want the Conjuring Three after hearing my first two Conjurings, by all means. 
like and subscribe, obviously, and then comment. Let mm-hmm. let us know in the comments if you want to hear a Conjuring Leave three. Leave us a scary face in the comments. And if That's there's a Conjuring four, Harvey James face. Wong, please direct. Emoji that face. is not your own scary face. No. <laughs> I guess if you want to put your own scary face. You can. <laughs> I was like, yeah, don't discri- don't don't dis- <laughs> don't ugly shame people. <laughs> I hope we have like followers, and we re- we might start reading them. After we start getting more and more followers and eventually Patreon, I hope one of them says uh, Ian's Taint 69 or something, because that would be hilarious. Which Ian? Either or. Either or. <laughs> it's a mystery. Ian's That's, that's the plural. 69. <laughs> it's a mystery. Nobody yeah. knows, and that's how we like it. Not not Ian's, like, possessive. Ian's plural. Soft humor. I love it. <laughs> Where's the... <laughs> we can add that in later, right? Yeah. So, bottom line is messages and bo- us. Bottom line, in conclusion, this was my take on The Conjuring 2, both the movie and the original story. I uh, I hope you guys, you guys in the room being my, my Darrens and my Trents and my Ians, I hope you guys in, in, enjoyed talking about it and the fact that we got to talk about some spooky shit and we got to really dive into the story. And it's really creepy outside. It's almost Halloween. The full moon is right outside our window here oh, well, I think that's a reflection of a of a light bulb Trent I don't think it's like, oh <laughs> <laughs> he's had a couple it's, of it's, 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 it's actually 3.30 in the afternoon outside I'm so oh, sorry okay alright well that's the prime time for Trent to go across the street and check on his neighbors that are being haunted so in conclusion I did just watched the burbs last night so that tracks what, have fun. you watched it before gosh I love the burbs I hadn't seen it before that was your first time yeah that's did you love it yeah that's, that's a great movie. That's a really, really good Tom Let's Hanks do movie. an episode on it. We'll find some. I would love to. Somewhere. I would love to. Darren and I could probably talk for fucking days about oh that movie. Gosh, I love that movie. It's a great movie. So, in conclusion, I've said this ten times. <laughs> in but, conclusion, but, go but watch to, the but to conclude, go watch the birds. They've already turned us off by now. Ian. Yeah, come on. So, in I conclusion, got some conclusion for you. Yeah, <laughs> I figure you can edit out the conclusions. Why are you looking at me? I don't know who's <laughs> you're editing. editing. You're editing. You're you're editor in chief, aren't in you? In conclusion, Trent, you are editing this podcast. Okay. We nominate you as tribute. It's your home, therefore you have to edit it. Is that how that works? You brought the charcuterie. Uh, yeah. Also, I want to say this on air so everybody can hear how big of assholes you guys are. I sent you guys a meme. Maybe not you. I sent you two a meme. Yeah. You guys didn't comment on my char spookery meme. You didn't send me. What were we meme. supposed to comment? Good one. <laughs> you should have put a laughing emoji. It made me feel special. That makes you the asshole. Does it? Yeah. Wait, I missed something. What? How? You just well, said, in said we're begging for love for you. right now. Classic uh, post-episode banter. Well, I don't get it at home. I live alone, so I need it somewhere, guys. <laughs> Look at you three. Not you so much well, anymore. You, you and you and Ian just get together and watch Titanic together, and just I'll be too busy hanging out with my boy Danny Trejo. Mm. He likes to watch Titanic with us. Danny Trejo, that's right. I know it. All right, so eyes. guys, thank you for listening. Hopefully, you're still fucking here. Uh, thank you for listening to this episode. That was our take on The Conjuring Two and how much we uh, we have a man crush on James Wan and Patty Wilson mm-hmm. and. Woman crush on that sweet, sweet Vera. (sighs) Do we need to say woman crush? (laughs) Is it a man? (laughs) Kind of a man crush and a crush. Just a crush, yeah. All right, shit got weird. Thank you for listening. And I have been Ian. With me has been Ian, Trent, 
And Darren. The horror you know. And scene. <laughs> In the dead of night, when the moon is high, and the shadows dance, the evil will rise. The world between the living and the dead is thin. 